Welcome to the Cabin Cast. Your getaway primer. Hello. Hi, Eric. Merry post-Christmas. Yes, I was going to say happy almost New Year. Yeah, yeah. So this is a, a really fun time for families to kind of, you know, spend together and you have all the energy and the build up to Christmas. And then it's kind of a little bit of a deep breath before kind of the fun of the New Year's and thinking through kind of what's ahead and what's behind. Yeah. Do you, do you set New Year's resolutions? Not well. I don't keep them usually when I set them. Um, I guess last year I had a New Year's resolution to run a half marathon and and did that. So um, I guess yeah, I did. Maybe this is a new thing. Yeah, I my New Year's resolution is to continue succeeding in my New Year's resolutions. So do you set yeah. New Year's resolutions? I kind of do because I'm I, I'm always setting little goals all throughout the year. So I don't feel like it's something special I do for the new year. It's something that I'm always thinking about. Yeah, like, kind what of can pushing I try forward. next? Yeah. Yeah, and I think when you tie it to a specific date, it it's kind of like, oh, I didn't succeed in what I wanted to do, or I let you know, and then you say, I guess I'll have to wait till next year. <laughs> so if you if you can just kind of reset and keep trying and keep going towards, if it's a goal that's worthwhile, you're going to want to follow through with it anyway, regardless of you know some kind of arbitrary date tied to it. Yeah, I think you're so right. Yeah, for all the people that say, I'll wait till Monday or I'll wait till next year. Yeah. Like, let's not wait. Let's start trying now. Yeah, and I, I think that is a really nice way to do that. So, um, But I don't really have a specific one in mind. Um, maybe my New Year's resolution is to not run a half marathon again because that was, that was pretty intense. I was going to say, maybe you're jumping to a triathlon or a full. No, yeah, not going to do a full no. marathon for sure. But I, you know, have other things that I probably want want to do that, yeah. you know, and then it's too, you're kind of setting it like, oh, you got to get it accomplished in a year. Sometimes it, it might be your New Year's resolution is just to start something, you know, a dream or a bucket list item that you've always wanted to do and just get it going, you know, to begin with. I mean, like the cabin cast, that was a, at one point that was a dream and we ended up launching it in August of, you know, 2020. Right. So yeah, so just learning something new is is always a great thing to be adding in. I know there's um, some people I've had conversations with that are trying to do something they loved when they were younger again, and I I love that idea too. Yeah. So somebody that loved to cross country ski when they were younger, so they want to start doing that again. So kind of refine whether it was something in childhood or you know as a young adult that they loved. So that's something to think about too. Yeah, rekindle an old passion. Yeah. So yeah, there's so many fun ideas and ways to get inspired out there these days. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So what what were some of the highlights you've had in 2021 this past year? 2021 highlights. Some special things for you as personally or your family. Yeah, I mean, mention the marathon was great. You know, really settled into our house that we you know purchased. I mean, with the ongoing pandemic things have been kind of strange from just a normalcy standpoint where you know they talk about it being a new normal but i think like taking a deep breath and settling in to our home a little more where it was pretty hectic in 2020 and it was a scramble i mean we still have a ton of things you know it's like we sell furniture but i my kids beds are still in their bedrooms on the floor 
right? I haven't even figured out beds for them yet after it'll be going on two years. But we have just been adding little touches here and there that really make it start to feel like our home instead of just a place we threw all our stuff in. You know, I think I think it with social media, everyone gets the vibe that like all these people out there live these perfect lives. Right. And that what you show on Instagram or what you show on Facebook or what your company shows is like a reality in like a true sense. And I think that it is a reality in that like you can make places look amazing and make little nooks and vignettes look really great. But it's not, you know, it's definitely not. For for me as it as an interior designer, it's our house doesn't look magazine perfect all the time, and I think just people knowing that sometimes is refreshing, you know, because you don't it takes that pressure away for sure. Yeah, it's almost like you get daily Christmas cards from people nowadays because you're seeing what used to be that one once a year snapshot. You know, everybody would write the highlights of their year and what their kids were doing great. And now we see that every day on Facebook and social media. Yeah. yeah. It is good to know to keep it real. And I think so many people are like you said, you know, they may be a a carpenter, but they're always working on other people's homes. Theirs always takes last place. Yeah. Well, yeah, we have, we had so much fun too, a little like you with our getaway home and just trying to make it our own, whether it was adding new paint colors or we added furniture from roughing it in style. <laughs> we had a, a pond behind the house that was had koi in it. Oh, yeah. And we, I don't know if I even told you this, but we turned it into a natural swimming pool. So we relocated the koi. Some were sold to other families that, that loved koi and then some went into a different pond on the property. Oh, and awesome. this pond is now a natural swimming pool. So there's no chlorine or anything like that. Plants actually keep it clean. Really? I've so, never heard of that. That's amazing. Yeah. So they're they're often called European swimming pools. And it's kind of like a, a cleaner pond. And it's right in the back of the house. And we had so much fun swimming and floating in it this year. So that was a really fun project. Oh, that's great. That's a great use yeah. for, you know, taking something that maybe you wouldn't especially if it's a getaway and you don't have time to take care of the koi or, or make sure everything's, and then to turn it into this functional thing, that's also beautiful and, and more natural, you know, than a, a yep. big thing of chemicals. That's pretty cool. I've yeah. never even heard yeah, of that. Yeah. It's been fun to learn about. Yeah. So that's been, been, been great. And I think I shared on here too, at the property we did, we have an apple orchard, which I need to talk to your mom and dad more about Yeah, with their background and then grew a pumpkin patch. And that's always been one of my dreams. Oh, cool. So that was really fun this year. Oh, that's amazing. To be able to harvest our own pumpkins and other things out of the garden. So Cool, cool. Yeah, and I forgot. Oh, yeah, the, I got like the deer, my deer of a lifetime. So the, basically oh, yeah. my dream buck this year. So that was pretty cool for I think for you got hunting. the deer of my husband's lifetime, too. <laughs> he would like that one, too. Yeah, yeah. and it, into the fact that my dad was there, we were able to kind of do it. He wasn't there when I got it specifically, but that he was hunting on another a piece of property at the time and we got to drive up in the truck and see his face. And then, you know, the celebration at camp with the whole crew that we were at was pretty epic. So that was really fun. And don't know how I'm going to top that one. Don't know if I even want to, because it, you'll just keep telling the story every year. I think, and it'll just get bigger and bigger. (laughs) So (laughs) remember that, that time I got that epic buck. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really, that was really special and cool. And then I, processed it for the first time too. Um, so I've never 
I've always taken my deer to a butcher shop and had them processed before. And this time we hung it up and I did everything complete, completely processed it myself and got a vacuum sealer labeled everything. Um, so that was really cool to go through the whole entire experience and do it the way I wanted to. And that was actually really meaningful. Yeah. That's another one of those. I think, you know, our pumpkin patch and gardening and then for you processing the deer, that's another one of those great examples of learning something new and maybe it wasn't officially a bucket list or new year's resolution, but just that, that energy to keep learning and keep being curious. I know we talked a lot about that. I think it was on our episode with Kyle, Kyle white and about just staying curious and what that can do for you. So yeah, you hear those things. You're like, yeah, I want to try that too. Or yeah, or you get in the middle of it, and or you accomplish something, and then you realize, like, oh, that may not have been on my official bucket list, but it's actually yeah. now that I've accomplished it. It's something I've always dreamed of doing, and now that I've did it, I'm like super, you know, super content or proud that you're able to accomplish something. So that's always fun to discover those things as the year goes on. Exactly, like what we're capable of is is pretty neat. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. The Cabin Cast is brought to you by Roughing It in Style. On The Cabin Cast, we talk a lot about making memories. But what makes a home or getaway more likely to create those cherished times? The Interiors team at Roughing It in Style is here to help you find that perfect memory-making balance in your home. The balance between gathering and privacy, form and function, relaxation and entertaining. We have two showrooms stocked with furniture, decor, and lighting. Our up north store is in Harshaw, Wisconsin, 10 miles south of Manaqua, and our out west store sits on the doorstep of the Rockies in Fort Collins, Colorado. Find out more and plan your visit today at roughingitinstyle.com. So what kind of things are you looking forward to next year? Oh, I think it's a lot of those things we just were saying about what I can keep learning. I want to do a a cutting garden this year and just fill it with beautiful flowers because I never want to cut the ones that are in my landscaping. I want to keep them there. So I want to do a garden that's just cutting flowers that I can cut and gift or put in vases in the house to keep learning about gardening. And, you know, I think there's still some things with our podcast or with my blog and my shop. There's professional things that I want to keep keep doing. And personally, one of the things I keep checking off my list is I'm trying to be a morning person. Uh, yes. I, I'm really working at getting up in the morning and having those hours before everybody else gets up to get some things off my to-do list. And I'm actually loving it. And I never thought that could be possible. Yeah. I've, I've never woken up grumpy, but I've always loved to just sleep until the last possible moment. Sure, sure. So... Just learning about all the benefits of becoming a, a morning person, and and I'm really enjoying it so far. So yeah, there's that's a, one of my things. It's huge. I mean, to get up before the world's awake to interrupt is because even at night you feel like you can, but then there's always an event or sports or something that you're doing at night, or you just want to spend time with your family when they're awake, of course. And if you're trying to like do personal growth, you know, when you could be spending time with your family, it makes it kind of tough. That feels more selfish. You lean the other way, you get out of the habit, but in the morning when everyone's sleeping, you're not really taking time away from anybody else. And nobody's going to wake up and be like, Oh, you know, Oh, it'd be nice if you spent a little more time with me. That way it, it feels like your day is more open 
And right. uh, yeah, I think that's a really great way to operate. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about just I, I don't really believe that you can ever have a perfectly balanced life, but I think that there's strategies that can can help us, you know, like you said, have more time with our family and then you can be 100 percent with them rather than trying to do a couple of things on your to do list and be with them. So, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of good that will come out of this. So how about you? Man. Oh, I get, you know, back to hunting again. My brother's coming on me with an elk hunt in the fall. So I'm going with my dad and my mom and my brother and my brother-in-law on an elk hunt. And I've never hunted with him before. He's He was never interested. So this is the first hunt he's ever going on. And I don't think uh-huh. I've ever gone. I mean, I've, I've hunted with my mom before. We used to have these kind of amazing dove hunts where uh, when we lived in Illinois, we would plant sunflowers and, and go do dove hunts. And they were these most amazing party. We'd bring a whole at our apple orchard. We'd go in the back 40, bring wagon loads of our friends and family. And there were even like Chicago bears there. The Chicago bear linemen from like the 85 bears um, <laughs> would come and hunt um, at our property in Illinois. And I would hunt with my mom when I was oof, probably just turned 12, right? Is when I could first hunt uh-huh. with my mom. But then I haven't really hunted with her since then. And She's going on the elk hunt too, so it should be a really incredible experience in October where we all have this opportunity to hunt together. And then, yeah, that's, I mean, kind of the main thing I'm looking forward to, doing some repairs and home stuff to the little cottage we have on the water would be a great goal for 2022 as well. And maybe get some beds underneath my kids' mattresses would be probably more functional, but a good thing. Yeah, well, that'll be fun to follow along um, on your hunting trip with your mom and family, and then also on your projects at home. Yeah. Yeah. We're hoping to do more with our little tiny cabin too. I'm kind of getting more narrowed in on how I want to use our, our tiny cabin. I've shared before um, on our Instagram. Yeah. So I think this, by the end of fall, we're hoping to have that all finished up. So it'll be lots of fun things for everybody to follow along with us on. Yeah. Yeah. And we, you know, Instagram. We've been having a lot of fun conversations with followers. We've been talking about what people are excited for for winter. And one of the things that's so fun, you know, as people come on and share things, I hope they can read the comments from other people because you can get to know other cabin owners and people share from all over the country. So when we were talking today, I shared a, a photo and it's from Jolene, who we talked to in one of our cabins across the country episodes. Um, she's cabin on Riverview, and it was about hibernation. And then people were coming on and commenting, Dara, the roots of home, she has a cabin in the Carolinas. And while some of us are sitting here in the snow waiting for hibernation, she's saying that they have almost 80-degree weather where they are for the past couple wow. days, and so they've been hitting the beach. Holy so cow. she's <laughs> so ready to hibernate, so maybe she'll get too soon. And then Tammy said, we're right outside Yosemite in a place called Fish Camp, and the snow levels are hitting the middle of our windows. <laughs> Holy smokes. And then we have Wendy from Log Cabin Vintage. We we talked with her on an episode, and she's in Pennsylvania. She says, we're still over here in Pennsylvania waiting for our first snow. Nothing yet. There's no hibernating until we have snow. Then I'll curl up with a good book and read my little heart out. So it's just kind of interesting to see how different the weather is and how people are spending their time um, at their cabins, depending on where they 
are in the country. Oh yeah. That's awesome. And you, yeah, that's the thing you think about the U S and you kind of know that there's a bunch of different areas and climates too, but it's fun to see them all kind of lined up where they're all like, they follow the cabin cast. We're in Northern Wisconsin, you know, we're getting snow, but you're in Montana right now. And they're all having all these different experiences right at the, around Christmas time. Right. Right. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a fun way to get to know about different places in the country and about how, even though we may have very different weather, all of the people that are visiting or living in cabins love so many of the same things. Yeah, um, it's really fun to read that. I love all the engagement that people are giving us. So I hope that our listeners will um, head over and and do some more of that sharing with us. Tag us in their their photos. Just do a hashtag the cabin cast, and then they show up for us, and we can and share them in our stories and in our feed. Yeah, absolutely. And then <laughs> you have a kind of really unique cabin design that you wanted to share. Oh, I I was scrolling through Instagram one day. I can't remember actually if it was Instagram or Pinterest. And this cabin came up that's reflective. I, we'll post pictures um, on Facebook and Instagram so everybody can see it. And we'll give a link to this article. But I found an article telling more about these reflective cabins. It's in Travel and Leisure. And the article was written by Rachel Chang. And it came out in June of 2021. These secluded reflective cabins in Canada offer a unique way to immerse yourself in nature. You can truly reflect in these mirror-like cabins outside of Toronto. They might just be the greatest escape yet. Travelers can stay in a pair of reflective cabins located in the secluded wilderness about two hours north of Toronto. The 275-foot spaces are covered with reflective stainless steel material allowing them to completely blend in with the forested surrounding and provide a new kind of immersive stay in the woods. In fact, the company behind it, Arcana, calls itself a movement to further the relationship between humans and nature. As part of that mission, they're offering innovative science-backed experiences and educational content to enable people to easily access the restorative powers of nature. And, I mean, these talk about a scroll stopper just unbelievable to see how these cabins with this reflective it just looks like a wall of the woods that are right outside of it yeah and we've talked about that architecture before even with the i think dale mulfinger the cabinologist and architect that we interviewed and talked about blending the building in with the landscape so it feels like it's part of the landscape in an architectural sense and using natural materials well this takes it to a whole nother level where it's like kind of an ultra modern look but it just it's almost it's like a crazy camouflage where your cabin just vanishes because it's in the middle of a woods it's reflecting the woods back to it and it almost disappears like if you couldn't see the seams of the door you wouldn't even know it was there yeah yeah the creativity and everything is just really really amazing so i just couldn't wait to share this one with you and and with our listeners Yeah, that is great. Hey, it's Kristen. I'm here to tell you about White Arrow's Home. White Arrow's Home is a lifestyle brand that shares a warm and cozy mix of design ideas, inspirational style, and personal journeys from the backdrop of the Wisconsin Northwoods and my lakeside log cabin home. I love sharing daily inspiration for you on my blog, through social media, and in my shop. 
At White Arrow's home, you can shop in person in the store, but also online from anywhere. You'll find a mix of antique, vintage, and new furniture, accessories, and gifts carefully curated to fit our brand of classy cabin and cottage decor, campy style, and always a heavy sprinkling of plaids. New products come in the shop daily with decor that will let you bring Northwoods living into your own home and style spaces that are inviting, beautiful, and make family and friends want to linger longer. Do you, have you had any cabins in the news lately? I do. I have one. So it, I can't remember which podcast, but we talked, we've actually maybe talked about two or three different cabins where they're always like such and such year old cabin discovered in a home being demolished, right? Where it's like these yeah. people took cabins, used them as the, I mean, it's not a foundation in the architectural sense, but a foundation for building a building around it, right? Like they use it as the main frame and then they build off of it. So this is from Kiro 7 or K-I-R-O 7 News. In Orem, Utah, a demolition project in Utah uncovered forgotten history. A construction crew had heard that there had been a cabin on a property in Orem, Utah. So before they knocked down a home that was slated to go, they carefully peeled back layers of the house in November. Under the guise of a mid-20th century home was a two-room cabin built around 1885. The cabin was in the middle of the current home, making up the living room and kitchen, and sat on its original rock foundation. It was built by pioneer settlers and Swedish immigrants Carl and Mary Hansen for the couple and their six children. The story of why the cabin was built was shared by the great-great-grandson of the Hansons, who left a note on the side of the structure. Many hoped the peace in their town's history would be preserved. It will be. It was donated to the city. Last week, the cabin was lifted from the foundation and will be moved to storage for restoration before being taken to the Heritage Park and put on display. So that's super cool. That is super cool. One of the things I thought of, too, when you were saying that, when he when you had on the side of it, it made me think of all the fun ways where people will will sign their name before they wallpaper a room or on a board when they're building the house or put their initials in the concrete. There's so many fun ways to kind of um, add your family's history to a building that might be around forever and ever and ever. Yeah, like a time capsule you're kind of hiding for the next people yeah. to find. We found notes in our getaway house tucked into the wall that we didn't notice for months. And then we pulled them out and they were from the grandkids. Oh, that's cool. Um, of the people that owned it. And they were full of all kinds. We opened them up and glitter fell out of them. And it was these little <laughs> granddaughters. And they wrote a note of how they were going to buy it back when they grew up and how much they loved it and what they loved about being there. And it was so much fun to oh, read it. It was so cute. That's amazing. I heard a story yeah. once of somebody took one of those uh, biology class skeletons, like a fake full-size uh-huh. human skeleton, and then hit it in the wall. So the I next person, like yeah, you tear open the wall and a skeleton falls out on you. Is um, yeah, that one I would not like. Can you imagine? I would. Yeah, and it's you know it, it you doubt it's going to be the homeowner. Some some poor, some poor contractor is going to have a heart attack when right. a skeleton falls out. Oh, the stories you could tell. Yeah, forevermore it's haunted. Yeah. Okay, I do have something really cool to share too. So, um, one of the okay. other po- previous podcasts we interviewed was about Fall Line Outfitters and the really cool business there. And we've also talked about horseshoes and hand grenades and Adam Gruel and then Charlie Barron's. And Adam Gruel actually has another band called the High Hawks. And 
you, you see these different bands that pop up. They're not like full-time touring bands, but they're kind of all-star bands where they take different singers from different groups and combine uh-huh. to come up with really awesome albums. And the High Hawks just came out with their album in um, 2021 uh, in summertime, and it's self-titled, so it's called The High Hawks. You can find it on all the sites. We'll link to it as well in the show notes. Um, this album is a sonic manifestation of six of us as musical and life compadres. Perhaps it's a reminder that through life's cobwebs, screens, and self-doubts, there's a simple joy and light in the friendship we share with those we love. Perhaps these songs might bring you some of that high hawking energy just when you need it most. This is a song called Heroes and Highways um, from the High Hawk self-titled album. So that just has such a great energy. It's a really good road trip song. I love having that one for road trip. Yeah. Yeah. Really great road trip song. I love seeing, you know, these artists continue to keep working with new people, trying new music. It's just really fun. And I'm so excited to start going to hear more of them live too. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So uh, for our listeners, if they find articles in magazines or the newspaper or hear something on the radio, they should pass those on to us because we love to share them. Yeah. And if you find, if you have a story of finding something in a wall or in a property or anything in that kind of vein that we'd love to hear that story and share it too. Yeah. Cause not everybody uh, is comfortable coming on and being interviewed um, here on the cabin cast, but People can write us letters and we can read the story. They could do a voice memo and send it to our email. There's lots of ways they can still share their cabin stories. Absolutely. Well, I'm sure you have to get back to some family adventures on Montana there. So thanks for joining me tonight. Yeah, this worked great. And um, I'm looking forward to all that we have coming in 2022 for the cabin cast. Yeah, me too. So Happy New Year to you and Happy New Year to all our listeners out there. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Cabin Cast. You can find details and more information in the show notes on our website at www.thecabincast.com. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you won't miss a single episode. Follow us on your favorite social media channels. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Cabin Cast. 
We'd also love to hear from you. We want to hear your getaway and cabin stories. For a chance to have your story featured on an upcoming episode, email us at getaway at the cabincast.com. Until next week, enjoy the journey.